0: Welcome to Booklets of Nature, a bite-sized portion of scientific discussion brought to you by the hosts of The Book of Nature, a member podcast of the Christian Humanist Radio Network. Hello, dear listeners, this is Todd Pedler, Associate Professor of Physics at Luther College in Decorah, Iowa, and I'll be your host for today's Booklet of Nature. Recently, in the August 9, 2016, online edition of Quanta magazine, a headline piqued my interest as a particle physicist. The title of the article is, What No New Particles Means for Physics. The tagline that went along with this title, though, is what prompted this response, and that tagline is, Physicists are confronting their nightmare scenario. What does the absence of new particles suggest about how nature works? really? Nightmare scenario? Conveniently, with scare quotes. For my part, I think it's a bit silly to call this a nightmare. The language is a bit inflammatory, but to be fair to be many of my colleagues in the international high-energy particle physics community, the reality is this is exactly what many in the field actually think. Whether we're talking about theoretical particle physicists or the experimentalists that are seeking confirmation of one or another theoretical approach to understanding the observed zoo of particles. What's at the root of the concern for particle physics theorists in the disappearance with additional data of what was originally announced as the hint of a signal of a new particle with a mass of about 750 giga electron volts, or approximately 800 times the mass of the proton, is the prospect that such new particles may never be found. I should back up. In December, a portion of the current data sample that has been collected by the LHC experiments had been analyzed, and both CMS and ATLAS, the two major LHC experiments, saw an excess of photon pairs above understood background, indicating possibly a high mass particle that decayed into that photon pair. This excess came at the previously mentioned level of 750 GeV, and the decay was to the same decay channel, a pair of photons, as the first observation of the Higgs particle, a standard model particle that was in some ways the last standard model puzzle piece to be fit in. This new indication would, they thought, represent a first indication of something new and exotic. At the ICHEP, or International Conference, on high energy physics conference that was recently concluded in Chicago, the analysis had been continued using a much larger data sample that has since been accumulated by the LHC experiments. And there's no remaining hint of this previous excess. It seems the previous observation was little more than a statistical fluctuation that both experiments observed at about the same energy. Kind of weird, but not unexpected, as this kind of thing happens in particle physics all the time, where partial data samples seem to lead to one interpretation, but subsequent larger samples rule out the initial indication uh, by virtue of their having larger statistics and uh, more definitive results. So why is this a nightmare scenario for some? The main reason is this. Particle physicists generally want to seek an understanding for everything, to put on a physical basis the understanding of every number that's observable, which characterizes particle interactions. So they typically are not content with theoretical models that must, uh, in quotes, unnaturally Need to insert particle masses, for instance. This is why the discovery of the Higgs, which was announced in July of 2012, was so important. It represented a single particle that could, through its interactions with all other fundamental particles, and indeed with itself, give a reason that these particles have the masses they do. Uh, They feel the need to have as few of these unnatural parameters as givens, They want to explain them by some natural process. So thus is begotten the proliferation of what are called beyond the standard model models, supersymmetry, technicolor, and other such fancy named ideas. All these models attempt to explain what seem to theorists and experimentalists alike to be odd coincidences. Often what are seen as coincidences are consequences of the felt need to explain why it seems that all the fundamental forces are unified at very high energies. Most of the explanations for this so-called grand unification involve hypothetical particles that have not yet been seen, and many which may never be seen. Thus the searching at the LHC, and thus the consternation at not finding any as yet. Now, perhaps I'm an odd duck. Okay, Uh, I am an odd duck, and am more motivated to study the wealth of particle physics phenomena that involve much lower energies and much more down-to-earth measurements of things we also don't quite understand. As such, I'm much less interested in these explanations of things that I'm generally comfortable with—characteristics of the material universe that just are. In some ways, there is an ideological difference here. I don't feel the need to be able to explain everything so that it's all wrapped up in a neat and tidy bow. I actually find that unattractive. I often think that there is something of an insecurity that plagues some sectors of the high-energy physics community when things can't be explained. So the models proliferate, many of them untestable, and I would argue thus unscientific. And most of them really no more satisfactory than the so-called unnatural model, which has a number of unexplained constants. An example that I've alluded to before on the Book of Nature is the discovery of the Higgs, which most particle physicists see as a great explanation of particle masses through the Higgs mechanism. Now don't get me wrong, discovering a particle which gives rise to masses is important. But in my view, we've really explained nothing. We've discovered a particle that couples to the 16 fundamental particles in some way, so as to give them mass, so that we have no need of hand entered masses for each one. But I ask, what's the reason each of these particles couples to the Higgs in the way that they do? Don't we now simply have, instead of 16 masses that had to be hand entered, 16 coupling strengths that similarly have to be entered? Have we gained anything really? I don't think so. And I'm sorry, I, I just can't get too excited about missing sleptons and squarks and gluinos and neutralinos that these models uh, demand. I'm happy working in my lower energy sector of the particle physics realm, and for what I do, the missing particles doesn't excite much consternation. Well, that'll do it for this booklet of nature. Please send your comments, criticisms, any other things you might like to say to Book of Nature Podcast at gmail.com, or to our Facebook page under Book of Nature, or to the Christian Humanist Radio Network webpage at ChristianHumanist.org. Booklets of Nature is a production of the Christian Humanist Radio Network. Our press liaison is Kristen Filipic. This is Todd Pedler, thanking you as always for listening.